by putting this sound, not only remembering it, but putting it back into the city, I am also contributing and I am an urban planner. I am an architect. I am building this city through the memories of these of folks and also planting seeds, sonic seeds for more of us to be here and to have their stories told and heard. Hey, I'm your host, Ronya Sakata, queen of joy. That's how my friends call me, talking to you from Zurich, Switzerland. I want to make this world more joyful and playful and colorful because we don't have a guarantee for tomorrow. So let's enjoy today. Will you join me? I'm all in. I founded the Joy Academy for exactly that reason. And on the Let's Create Joy podcast, we talk visions, dreams, self-care, habits, challenges, creating joy and much more in motivational solo episodes at the beginning of the month and inspiring talks with my wonderful guests. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at joyismycompass for getting fun and tangible daily inspiration for our monthly topic. You make the difference and you are the most important person in your life. Yes, we can live our best lives right now while we have our big vision in our head and heart. Let's dive right in. Enjoy! Welcome, Tossie Long, to this interview. I'm so excited to, to catch up with you again. And then we have yes. the honor to record this. How amazing is that? Because we met, I don't remember, three years ago in an yeah. online course. Yes. And um, yeah, it's so good to, to hear you. And thank you so much for, for being on my podcast. And we always start with these questions. Who are you and what do you do? And then what brings you joy and how do you create joy in your everyday life? And we go, mm. the mm. bird is yours. <laughs> mm, nice. So good to see you too. I can't believe it's been three years since we took that course again. <laughs> I think minute. so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, my name is Tossie Long and I'm a ritual uh, sound designer, ritual and experience sound designer here in San Francisco, California. I conjure between the genres from um, African cosmology to heavy metal to Afrofuturistic uh, productions. Um, what else about me? I'm a mother, I am a sister. Um, I'm a sister friend, you know, and um, I'm a lover of all things with ease and delight. Aww. That is my mission, move, move in ease and delight. So how do I bring joy into my day every day? One, the first thing that comes to mind is I love my walking meditations. I do walking meditations and I'm really close to the water here. So I walk and do this visualization as I'm walking and it moves through the different chakras of my body as I'm walking. And that feels, it literally, I feel like I'm vibrating once I get back home. So it starts me off in the vibration of joy and gratefulness and love. And then I move into my day. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's so interesting. Is there, is there any resource like free resource I, we could share or do you do that yourself? You know, that's your, your, um, meditation. No. So I first was introduced or should I say, 
uh, I was introduced prior, but uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza has a uh, meditation that I use, but being a sound artist, I created my own okay. so I can hear my own voice. Yeah. And I do, I can share, I can share a link with you that you can share with your audience. Wow. That would be something so that they cool. go walk, walk through a 30 minute walking experience. Yeah. I want to try to hear yes. your voice. I'm, I'm not, we don't have a C here, obviously, but um, <laughs> the, woods, the woods are very close. So beautiful. Nice. Nice. So nice. you start your day with your 30 minute walking meditation yeah actually my walking meditate my I walk for 50 minutes because I have a French bulldog too I have a little dog that I walk every day she's the joy of my life I will say that like she brings me so much joy so I get to walk her and see her scamper and do zoomies around the beach and and I get to do while I'm doing my my, my walking meditation so usually I get that done um The very first thing that I do in the morning is I have an accountability partner and we speak on the phone five times a week uh, for 15 minutes. Wow. We we check in, you know, and just check in on our like what we accomplished. Uh, And these are not things that are like goals for your business or anything. They're just like movements in your life. Like, did you breathe more or did you get outside and get some sunlight? Did you um, put your feet in some dirt? Did you, um, did you laugh? Did you greet your partner when they come in with a big hug instead of just saying, Hey, and keep doing, you know, like how, how we check in on just like to make our lives, uh, more rich, um, and using each other as accountability partners to do that. So after I have that call with her and that's just 15 minutes, five days a week, I get dressed and me and my Frenchie Charlie heads outside for our walk. And, and that's like, yeah it's scrumptious it's oh, yummy so beautiful mm-hmm. and and is your accountability partner also like your best friend or is that somebody who just wants to grow as you want to grow and you found each other because of that or i, exactly. I mean that's a big commitment it's a big commitment we did not know each other when we wow. first met we met in a meditation group yeah and uh both just going there for meditation and then we decided um we were just talking, you know, we're not, I would say we're friends now because this has been going on like several years. Wow. But when we first, when we first started, it was like, I have a commitment to myself and I see you have a commitment, commitment to yourself. Do you want to do this thing together and support each other? And it's like, okay, we learned each other along the way. And it's 15, like literally 15 minutes, yes. seven to seven, 15 five days a week. We do that seven to seven, 15. We really never miss a call unless one of us is on vacation. But like I recently, I was in Italy for a month and I still made my calls because it's, it's just that important. Wow. So you like did, a, you did adjust the, the time zones to, um, we kept the time, but I just called, yeah. it was a nine hour difference. So I just called it the nine hour difference. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Because San Francisco, I think Pacific time and, and this time zone here in Europe is really hard. The gap is really hard. It's just a really short time frame where it's a really short time frame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so it worked out. We did that together. Like we've been, ah, it's like maybe four years now, five years we've been doing this. So with cool. each other. And I adore her. We just like with any relationship, the amount of time you invest in it, the richer it becomes, you know, and 15 minutes a day. Like it really doesn't take that much 
to develop rich relationships and, and re- having rich relationships is a value is a life value for me you know and it was it's been a lesson like two strangers who just said hey I'm I'm really trying to commit to my meditation and it started with that us just committing to meditation and as we just kept going you know it just expanded and expanded and expanded That's so beautiful and so inspiring yeah. because it's free, you know, you can just you have to find somebody, <laughs> yes. but it's not a coaching program you have to invest. I mean, that will cost, I don't know how much yes. to have yes. somebody, but if it's a win-win situation, that's a so win-win beautiful. situation. And then you get the tap of tap into the genius of that person and she gets to tap into my, my genius. And, um, so it is like, coaching so many times I've gotten on that call and I'm crying you know like uh, and she's like helps me to rewire my focus helps me to see it a little bit different and and we ask each other for consent do you want do you want me to listen or do you want feedback yeah you want both yeah because sometimes you don't need to give feedback you just need to be heard and seen yeah and most of the time it's like we just need to be heard and seen because we already have the genius We already have the genius inside of us. So we just need to get it out and have someone hold us in that space. And we do that with, for one another and with one another. Mm -hmm. So cool. So I, I, we are not yet at like midday and you already have such a rich, rich uh, rituals. That's so cool. Yes, yes, yes. And the, the beach walk is whatever. I mean, you have beautiful weather all the time right or or nearly all well the time. well kind of like so it's san francisco we're not los angeles it's not sunny <laughs> all the time everybody thinks california sunny california i'm like no that's los angeles you know here in san francisco it's foggy we have a lot of fog um a bit like all the time i'm in the pocket of the, of the city that gets a bit of sunshine um throughout the day but most of the time it's overcast Okay. So it's, it's mild weather. It's mild, you know, always have to wear a jacket, but it's mild, you know, so it's not snow, <laughs> you know, and it's not extreme heat. I'm an extreme heat type person. I love hot, sweaty, steamy like that. I wake up in that, but this place is definitely not that. <laughs> but it's, it's, um, I mean, the world is, is small, but so big and so many possibilities like San Francisco is your big love and, and living there brings you joy? Or is it like, well, I landed here, I could live somewhere else? Well, I was raised here in San Francisco. Okay. So I have family here. My mother's here, aunties and uncles, you know, my grandparents transitioned, cousins. So I have nostalgia in the city. You know, I walk these streets and I remember being a little girl growing up, you know, yeah. um, so this place does bring me joy. The areas of this place and why this place bring me joy is because my memories were formed here. And I get to see myself, re I rebirth myself in the same places I was birthed, you know? So I could go back to the places I used to run when I was a little girl on top of Bernal Hill and cry or write my journal. I was a little emo little child. I was very emo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can still go to those same places and rewrite my new story today as an, as an adult woman. That is priceless and it's quite magical. I do a lot of traveling. You know, I try to, that's a big part of, uh, like I said, I'm a ritual sound designer and I, and I study African cosmology, uh, music and spiritual practices. And so um, 
the notion of home, home being body, home, home being land, you know, um, I get to engage with that here, literally walking on the streets where I walked as a little girl, but then also taking my body home into other spaces that I could claim as home because home is just really within me. Yeah, I totally get that because, you know, mm -hmm. in Switzerland, Switzerland is so tiny. And if we move just an hour away, it's like, whoa, that's a big step. And in America, <laughs> okay. everybody is mm -hmm. just moving around like it's a lot of movement. Of miles. Yeah, it's a lot of movement in every space It's different. Like Los Angeles is the folks in Los Angeles has a different personality demeanor than you'll find here in the Bay Area. It, um, and you could just drive shoot that way you know you're in another little town or city California is huge you know so you could drive 12 hours and still be in California you know um, versus like if you're in New York on the east coast two hours you're in a completely different state you know so yeah That's the, the same here two hours okay. or three hours and you're in another country you know okay so, okay Switzerland okay. is like I don't know compared to tiny. New York I don't know <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really, but I think the roots. I love to go back to 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 the little village I grew up, and I totally yes. get what you're saying. You know, like mm -hmm. I felt desperate here underneath mm -hmm. this tree when I was mm -hmm. like having my first heartbreak. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I get to have that here, and this city is um, completely reimagining itself um, as we speak. You know, so there's a lot of spaces that. I used to be able to go to that is not available anymore, has completely transitioned. A lot of gentrification is happening, buildings coming up in places that weren't buildings there and then other buildings coming down, you know, and, and news, it's just, it's, it's a very um, uh, intense city to live in for me because I have went through the transitions with it. And my family has went through the transition. I'm a third generation San Franciscan. So I hear stories of San Francisco from my mother, from my aunts and uncles, from my grandparents. Like I can hear the stories and I've also walked some of those stories. So, you know, to see this, the, the city is like completely new. It's almost like every time I go outside, I'm like, what, what is this? Where did this come from? <laughs> you know, one end is really great to see uh, newness and then also can be very disheartening because of some of the other factors that contribute to displacement and um, erasure. And, um, and I think our city is dedicated to trying to figure out how to counter those things. And being an artist myself, that is like part of my mission is how do I place sound back into spaces, not how, just put sound back into spaces that were um, once had a sonic resonance of people, of bodies, of stories, and now spaces we could go to right now and there's no timber of the kids playing or the elders calling out a child's name or even them singing over food and things like that, you know? So to remember the sonic imprint of a place and how the sonic imprint of this city, and I think in a lot of cities, is rapidly just shifting and changing. Oh, I have goosebumps. I really, I see, mm. I see it. You know, like the scene and the sound and and the mm. imprints. I really, mm -hmm. that's so 
so huge and overlooked yes. by so it's many and, yes. and ignored and it's um it's like the soul of a place the soul of, of, a, of an area yes yes you know but what I believe too is that the sounds never they never leave the resonance never leaves so I have projects that I'm working on um where I take um dirt and old pieces of buildings that are no longer there, like if I could find remnants and pick up the sonic resonance of those places. Because if you put contact mice, you can hear the sonic resonance of those places and create music, create wow. soundscape, and then put story and voice back into that. And a part of that is a remembering. It's also a catalyst because everything in the world begins with sound, everything. You know, Christianity in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. You know, if you're in Christianity, if you're in other traditions, I think it was. I was looking at a, a Japanese story. I know, I know, you have connection to like. Uh, I was looking at a Japanese um, um, origin story. Oh, I can't call it. Wish I would have looked that up before I got on here with you. But um, and it was sound. It was the cracking of sound. You know, and so what I believe and what I live is everything begins with sound. So what we speak. It's beginning of a new life, you know? Um, and so by putting this sound, not only remembering it, but putting it back into the city, I am also contributing and I am an urban planner. I am an architect. I am building this city through the memories of these of folks and also planting seeds, sonic seeds for more of us to be here and to have their stories told and heard. Wow. And is is your work honored enough or are you like, hey, I'm doing this and please can you open your eyes and open your ears because that's important? Or yeah. Well, I think it's a push and pull like with any artistry, you know, like the more you do it, the more people pay attention, you know. Um, and so I've been doing it for I've been doing it for many years. I've been an artist for over 15 years. I'm a Grammy nominated vocalist. Um I recently sung with the Oakland Symphony. The reason why I bring that up is because I tend to get called to sing for um, great leaders who have left a mark on a place. And uh, recently the um, the conductor of the Oakland Symphony passed away. He transitioned and I was asked to, along with my group and a bunch of other musicians as a memorial, to sing. So my name means the one who sings down praise. Tasi means the one who sings down praise. So I'm charged with this. So no matter who's listening or not listening, this is what I walk with. You know, this is just, it's what it is. And so I bring that up to just say that was a transitioning point, but I believe in life, death, life, death, life, death, life cycle. And as we honor his great leadership and the lives that he's touched in music and sound, by singing, by putting that sonic sound and imprint out there, we're also giving life to more to be there. So I've also sung for great um, um, leaders, uh, uh, spiritual leaders in South Africa who passed away and different things like that. So I know that I'm called to uh, use my voice as a planner, as somebody to create new life through voice, new life through sound and to be, to alchemize, to alchemize and conjure and be with them in the realm of, of transition of death, 
to hear them be with them sonically. That's my, that's what I can do. I can feel them sonically and then give birth to something new through my voice and my sound. And do you do that? Like you connect with this soul before you perform or you are performing on the it's go, all, like downloading? Yeah, the, the sounds, so or? that's a good question. So it's actually just a part of my daily practice. So it's a part of my daily practice. <laughs> Partially, I can't help it. You know, they're like tapping on my shoulder, so to speak. I hear them. I see them. Um, I, I, I sense them. But they say if I'm getting called to sing for a particular person, I'd be with them. I'd be with them in my own quiet space and talk with them and, you know, just just move, just move um, my day throughout my day when I'm drinking my tea you know, may listen to something that they did. Um, and in my meditations, in my walks, in my, um, in my meditation, I meditate throughout the day. Uh, often I take a lot of quiet time, you know, for myself and I can just feel their spirit churning and moving. And so I'll be with them. I sing songs that I've learned from, uh, all the different spiritual, uh, cosmologies, African cosmologies that I uh, have studied that honor the dead, that honor life, growth, planting, all the different things. I just get in there and, and just do it. And then when I'm on stage, so I will say this, when I was on stage, I actually, um, one of the reasons why I started to go to therapy was because I would go on stage. Oops, if you heard that, that was my dryer. <laughs> so no <that>. problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I started to go to therapy. One of the reasons why I started to go to therapy is I would perform and I would not remember my performance. I had to relive my performance through what people would say to me afterwards. So it would be a point when I would be performing and I'm like, I'm not there. Like I just, I just kind of went, I went away. Um, and it wasn't because of fear. I used to do it as a child too. When I was singing church, I used to say, okay, watch this. Do and then, you know, and I would just go somewhere. I'm in the middle of me singing. I would be saying this to my to myself. So I wanted to understand what that was. What I now know that is is that spirit is speaking to me. And what I always do before I get on stage and anything I do is use me as a vessel. Use me as a vessel. I have my business name is Red Clay Soundhouse. And the the notion around clay is it's a you mold it into what it needs to be. So I ask spirit to fall fresh on me fall fresh on me as I mold my clay. I, I am the potter and I am the clay. And I use that to say, it's, it's the same thing that happens when I get on stage, use me, use me. I am a vessel, I am a vessel. And, and the downloads can come, sometimes they're stronger than others, you know what I mean? But I, it's always a point where I can feel their access and I, I relinquish. So a lot of times people say, oh my God, that was so beautiful. I didn't even know how to say, Great. I'm so glad. I didn't know how to say, oh, thank you. I didn't know. Because I want, what I used to say was like, that wasn't me. It wasn't me. I didn't. And I, and I knew that that would sound weird, you know, and, but it's true. It wasn't me. Today, I accept it. Today, I say, I say thank you. Because I do know you, that they're do you watch me. your performance on videotape afterwards or you don't want to see or hear? I, it's so hard for me to watch myself and to even hear myself back. It's hard. So I don't, quite do it all the time how be ever you do have to study yourself to get better in what you do so um depending on what I have coming on I do study old things that I've done um and but I study it from a uh, from a standpoint of study 
you know, like studying my performance. I have to get my, I got to get myself out of the light. Oh, Tazi, God, you did, you know, I got to get myself (laughs) out of that. It's like step into the study of your artistry versus the critique. Yeah. 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 And do you have some um, other musicians around you who follow your guidance or is it you? Like, yeah. So what I was, they can't practice otherwise. You know, yeah, like- so we do. So we do rehearse. So I do. I, I believe that all musicians are channelers, right? Like I think all humans are, but I, I do believe all musicians are channelers in their own way, you know? And so with my band, I am fortunate enough with some of my bandmates. I am also with other uh, spiritual downloaders who read codes and read between codes. So it is a vortex up there and they're all vocalists. And so it's a vortex with us up there. It's like, whoosh, 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 you could just feel it. And then the musicians that we have, they know how to hold the sonic resonance so we can dance on the music. So Aww, we can do, so we, we can, can go there. The and well, yeah, dance on the music. And that's, that is my life. Um, <laughs> like my life code, right? Tasi, are you dancing on the music or, or are you getting static? You are a person that moves on the music. You move up and through and go around. You know, that's what you do. So do you have the agility? Are you being agile right now? Check in with yourself, Toss. Like, and this is just like in life and whatever I'm dealing with in life outside. But my metaphor is through music because I have actually embodied that. And I know what that means. And I know what that feels. Because it's one thing to have a concept, but do you have it inside of your body? My, where I have it inside of my body is when I perform and I sing. Oh, I see it visually in front of me, you know, like a, a woven uh, fabric with mm. different strings and colors mm. and, 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 mm. and 3D oh, effects. Mm. So beautiful. Yes. yes, yes. And as like internationally, like whoever listens to that, where can they access your art or, or like pay for, for, I, I mean, CDs, that's, 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 <laughs> that's gone, but right. right. Where, Where is your music to available? Yeah, so you, I mean, you can find me on my website, you know, and, and on social platforms. A lot of my work is in conjure settings. So a lot of my work is done within ritualistic settings. And so oftentimes uh, some of those things are closed off you know, the public can't, but then some of the public um, offerings that we have, I'll advertise it on my um, socials and things like that. My newsletter. So sign up for my newsletter. That's where I really push stuff out is on my, my newsletter. Um, and also um, share other artists who are doing things um, that I, I am in alignment with that I believe in, you know, so that my newsletter has like tons of information that way. And then other than that, I do. Um, so recently I've had a, a, I did a private party, like people contact me for private parties. They want me to come and maybe uh, uh, perform an experience. So my, my uh, singing, I could just sing, but what I love to do is I, like, I make ritual. So I sing through the context of creating an experience through ritual. And I use voice as a way to uh, move us through that. So Sometimes, you know, people ask me to come in and do something for their, 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 their house party or their, they have like a, the last group was, uh, they were raising money, a fundraiser, but it was a, it was a, 
it's like 30 people in this person's house who they were raising money for um, a fund and they asked me to come in and do this experience. I love doing things like that because I love intimacy. That's like my favorite yummy thing. And I'm an introvert. So <laughs> big audiences, big crowds. Whoo, it takes a lot for me, you know, um, in intimate audiences. I feel, I just feel more charged and a little bit more comfortable in those spaces that I've, you know, I've sung, I sung, I sing on big stages. I love it too. But my, my yummy spot is when it's intimate. Yeah. And do you interact with this audience? Like they should mm -hmm. hum something and then you mm -hmm. dance on this or like mm -hmm. three, three, um, <laughs> so, like, I, I don't have the right words in English, <laughs> I think like, no, no, no. And then, you know, <laughs> harmonies together. Creating harmonies. Yes, yeah, so harmonies. I do, I, that's the harmonies. word. Yes, yeah, so I do create sounds where, like, so I I don't like the idea that I'm a performer. I think there's a space for me to be a performer, but I want to be a community member. So in any space, especially intimate spaces, I walk into, I'm not performing. I'm just like a choir director. I grew up a little choir director at my church, like directing a youth choir. And so I come into these spaces, and I'm like, I'm gonna, you know, direct a vocal experience. Um, a soul experience where we turn inside and look at look at ourselves and then use voice to actually put some of that sound and that resonance again with seeds for the future so that's how I see it you know so yeah I'll get people singing and I people are intimidated by the word singing so I don't always like to use the word singing and I but here's the thing everyone can sing everyone can sing now can we all sing like Beyonce no, you know? <laughs> no, I can't even sing like Beyonce, you know, but everyone can sing. See, I grew up in a house and in a family where singing and playing music and laughing, you know, it's singing was just like second nature. My mom would be, uh, I woke up every morning. My mother played, my mother plays the piano. She's a classical and, and spiritual trained uh, pianist. So every morning I woke up, it was her playing the piano. So I would wake up and I would just be humming around the house, getting dressed uh family dinners Ooh, family dinners with my aunties and uncles now you have like eight part harmony going because somebody would just start singing a song and then people jump in the song and that was so normal to me I thought everybody did that <laughs> I thought everybody just it never dawned on me like this was a thing you know and so I hold that as a principle no we all sing it doesn't matter if your voice is uh however you want to say it it's just a voice you're just making a sound and the only thing that's happening is we're coming together we're coming together and we create these joy-filled moments these joy-filled moments with our voice together you we literally make love with one another because we're I mean you know when a, you're singing in a car and the, and the song comes on and everybody in the car is like oh you know you and everybody jumps in well we need to I like doing that in my kitchen I like doing that in spaces that I'm around. And that's what I'm, I'm creating those type of experiences where, where we create memory and we make meaning through our voice and we plant seeds for the future through our voice. And we hear and let those seeds that are deep down inside of us, deep, deep, deep down inside of us that need to, be, that need to bloom, we use our voice to get it out. And I know I'm here to get those things out in that way. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah. people are so used to, no, 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 I can't sing, I can't sing. But when you, you hold the space for everybody being brave enough to really sing, I mean, the experience of harmonies is so beautiful. Yes. 
Yes. And 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 the memory is like sticking forever. It depends yes. if yes. no, it doesn't depend even. But we were singing, or my my mother is a musician, and we were singing a lot too. So like singing, and I don't do it enough. You know, our apartment mm. is it's a very old house. If I sing here, it everybody <laughs> can hear it around. It's, but it's stupid. It would be so, yeah. I I really want to sing more. That's one goal for 2022 yeah. for me. Yeah, really. Yes. I have a question for you. What's a song that do you remember? Any song that your mother? um taught you or would sing around the house like is there a song that was like if I heard this song I definitely think of my childhood or I think of my mother we always sang that's I think it's a German song the the moon has risen and we 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 have three three harmonies yes and yeah my my father my father my mother and I we like to sing together and and then have the the, the low and the high and yes. love it I love it yes. I even recorded some lullabies on my mm-hmm. phone with my parents so that I can sing them with them to Mika at night you know mm. that's that's the little chorus to, that's to it. yeah it's that's really it. beautiful and what yeah. I really love is um do you say that in English to canons like when when you oh, have yeah Cannons, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whereas, like rounds, right? Like yes. So you star, have four other four stars. places exactly. where you mm-hmm. you can uh, start the song. It's the same song. Yeah. Yeah. That's, those are fun. Yeah. My my grandparents started the the ritual to sing before um, we eat in our mountain cabin. We don't do it other or we didn't do it in the normal like daily life at home, but always up there, mm. and. Yeah, I I always um I'm impressed by by you know the American culture with with uh, God and and like praise mm. God that's so mm. normal to say and here you're like kind of a fanatic if you it's like ooh mm. and then I always explain look we sing up here and it's kind of Christian songs but they're mm. beautiful in the harmony so then uh, yeah once with a friend and her little daughter she was two and a half I think then or two. And she was just beaming. Her eyes were like, oh, this is beautiful. I, I have to post yes. this video to our, our episode. It was so beautiful. And I love yes. this. Yeah, it's a canon. So Yes, that yeah. is so. I mean, you said the moon has risen. That's yeah, how, I can. What was, the, I can, what was the lyrics? The, the moon is aufgegangen. Yeah, it's kind of uh, like the moon and then what I love the the phrase the moon you only see half of the moon but actually it's Mm. round and full and it's the same Mm. with people that sometimes we don't see the the whole story but actually Mm -hmm. it's there so yeah Mm. yeah I you know I also love the lyrics especially and this is again I studied um spiritual music from African cosmology from around the world I suppose I study spiritual music from around the world but I, I honed in on spiritual music from African cosmology. And which country in Africa? You know, you there are so many countries. There are so many, so many tribes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, where, yeah. where did you start? Yeah, so the tradition that I, um, I mean, I, I looked at Ifa, Sheshe, um, Condemble, um, but the tradition and the sound that the music just took me was Vodou. So I've traveled to Haiti. I've traveled to Benin. 
um, and even in New Orleans to study with practitioners of this of the of the tradition of the spiritual tradition. And I study with master teachers around the music, you know, the, the drumming, the songs. And these are old songs. Some, some of the songs are so old that they can't even be translated, you know, and they, but they're inside of the ritual of the practice, which, you know, I, I just think is fascinating. And, um, but the music, voodoo music is just in the culture and the people, it's an earth-based uh, culture. In the Western world, we have a very warped uh, view uh, voodoo, it is um, absolutely wrong, which is, was driven by Hollywood, which is driven by the fear of those um, being powerful and taking over uh, autonomy for themselves and, and, and winning back their freedom. And so of course they were like, oh no, let's make this something to be feared because we don't want these people to um, get inspired, I guess you can say. So Voodoo to me is a liberation movement. It's all about li being liberated. And so I was fascinated with, with that. Not only was I fascinated, let me, let me say, I would say when I went to a dance class, I started off by going to a dance class. It was a, um, uh, a teacher by uh, um, Robert Tulime, Portia Jefferson, and my master teacher is Daniel Breville. And I walked into the class and, you know, the women have the skirts and they're dancing the traditional Haitian, you know, and I'm like, oh, this is great. You know, and the drummers are going and, and they started to sing. And the way I started to feel was how I felt when I was a little girl in church, when wow. I would hear my grandmother and my grandfather sing, you know, and or my mother playing the piano. It was the same, just like. I have this like little old lady in me. Every time I hear good stuff, I start rocking. Like, but that's how I was in church, you know, just a little church girl, just, and I can feel spirit. I could feel the spirit. I can, and all the spirit is was love. All the spirit is is goodness. And I felt the exact same way. And I said to my teacher, I don't know what you're saying because I don't speak Creole, you know. Um, I, I don't know what you're saying, um, but I can sing that because I feel it. And, and he was what like, did, oh. what did she say? He was like, oh, then come to rehearsal. <laughs> you know, he's like, then come, then come. So I went to his house and he was playing the drums and he just started teaching me the songs. And again, I can feel it. I could feel it. I could feel the love. I can feel, I could just feel what uh, these, the, 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 the sonic imprints of what these songs are about. I can feel it. The same thing that I felt at home. The same thing I felt when my mother woke me up in the morning and I just, you know, would be just singing to myself, a little girl by herself in the backyard. Same feeling, same feeling. So I say I travel to all these different places because I chase spirit and I chase music. That's what I do. I'm just chasing that feeling to be reconnected. Do you chase spirit, but actually it's in, inside of you, right? Yeah, or it's like... inside of me. Yeah, it's inside of me. So I, I'm, I'm chasing that expression. Right. Like, oh, let me see how the, it's expressed that way. Let me see how what's the sound of it that way. You know, and, 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 and you learn a group of people on a very uh, bone level, you know, on a very bone level, not on a um, frequency of right here today in this moment, but on the ancestral level when you learn these songs on a, on a level that they don't even know these ancestors. Some of them don't, some of them really do, but you know, some folks don't. 
and their great, 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 great granddaddy sung these songs and they still sing these songs. That's why I asked you like the meaning of like the words that that song carried, like, wow, that tells you about a group of people. And oftentimes through these songs, you just hear we're all the same. We all just are loving, you know, loving each other, loving our families. But in this world today, there's so many things that keep us separated, not just from each other, but from ourselves, like from ourselves. We're so disconnected from ourselves. So I use these, song, these songs, this music to return home to me, to return home to me, but then to return home to those that I'm around you know and so yeah i it's, it's a study of culture it's a study of spirit it's, a, it's to see the magnitude all this time has went past and these songs survived all this pain all this uh um ridicule all these different things and these songs survived those people those voices so when i sing those songs i hear them way back way back you know, way, way, way back. Same thing with Christian, you know, I, I, Christianity um, in the church, old songs. I feel the same way. I feel the same way, you know? And so, and other songs that I learned from around the world, I would love to learn the song you just sang. you know, just, I, I want to connect with the people and find my home with them because we are all, we're all one in the same. It's the way that I can do my own decolonial process, decolonizing my body, decolonizing my voice, my thoughts, what I see. So what I speak and what I hear actually change the filter what's in front of me. It's like an Instagram filter. You know, you put, you put a filter in front of the Instagram picture and now the picture black and white. You put an Instagram filter, now you got sparkles and things going on. I do, we do that with sound. Like literally, it's scientifically we do that with sound. So I use that as a way to decolonize my body, decolonize my mind, decolonize my heart to get to, to my love, to my liberation. And it's a continual act. Yeah, when you when you work and, and think on these levels, I mean, life is so much more colorful or so many more layers than just like what we see and like, yeah, Absolutely. that's reality. Point, Absolutely. Like, like period. My mother is a, is a flutician and she was at the mm. core and at the course where somebody was playing on stage and then this, this course leader, he he held different colored um like scarves behind her and she didn't see the color but the sound of of her playing changed like with with every and and everybody was like what so it it matters what you wear it, it matters, matters how matters. the room it everything matters it matters it matters so i sing these songs i teach these songs i even teach you to do, there's songs inside of you that needs to get out you know, tones. It's not just songs. I don't want to just make it seem like it's going to be a song. We're going to have a verse and then a chorus. Sometimes it's just guttural sounds that needs to be resonated to shake your bones. I've been nicknamed the bone rattler in my community based on like how I sing and, they, and what they feel from what I sing. And so my mission when I sing is to actually crack your bones. It's to rattle your bones. And rattle or crack? Be, that's different. <laughs> it's, it's, it's different. Right. I, I'm here. I'm the bone rattler. I want to rattle you. And if I can crack you, so be it. And if I could crack your bones, all the all that is for me is like I'm, I'm tapping into your humanity and whatever 
your ancestors and whatever spirit needs to come in and mend those bones back in another way that they do that that the higher beings of whatever it may be call it whatever you want to call it god call it good whatever it is right like it's christianity will do blah, 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 blah. you know like we all have our ways we all have our ways if you want to say god you want to say these different things just say good allow the good to come in and to then heal your bones back together in with the good inside of that you're good you're good and that's just that's what i'm here to do you know and what i set out to do so yeah and because we have those stories just guttural cries. I mean, one of the things that I do in one of my workshops is like, how do you call your mama? Like, do you be like, mama? Or are you like, hey, mama. mama? You know, like if you're hurt or if you surprised, we have different ways we express when we want to share it with mama or mommy or however you, you know, or ma. I, my brother says ma. I say mama, you know, however different ways. My, my cousin says yeah, you know. However many different ways that we call our mother, when we're hurt, we're sad, we're surprised, we have something exciting to share. We call her name, we call her sound in different ways. And it has a message. Your mother could hear. I could hear when my daughter calls me a certain way and I know something's wrong. You know what I mean? Like, and sometimes even if your mother's not here, you still need to call her. You still need to make those guttural sounds. You still need to know that she's here. My mother's, I'm so fortunate my mother's alive still, but she doesn't live with me. <laughs> so sometimes, I, you know, I'm in the house and maybe going through some challenging times. I still call out to my mother, out literally out loud in my house to get that frequency to run through my body That because that call is you're safe. That's how my body registers that sound. You're not alone. Someone's here for you. Someone cares about you. When I call out that way, that's what that sound means. So even if she's not here, I let my body know. And then that frequency is so, so beautiful and, and such a big gift if you have that connection to your mama. I have too, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and to my father, it's, mm -hmm. I think, more... Yeah, it's different and it's so beautiful. But I mean, if your childhood was a mess, that's like. And I would say my childhood wasn't the greatest, right? Like, I mean, I had a very beautiful childhood, but I had, tra I had trauma in my childhood, of course, right? Like, I think we all, we all have. And so you find those frequencies where it was good and you allow those things to heal you. It is literally changing the vibration of your body. It is literally, you are literally changing. Through neuroplasticity, you are literally changing that trauma center to a new frequency by doing, I use the work of saying mama, you could use whatever, whoever it was, your grandmother, it was, he could be somebody on TV. My brother, ooh, he'll kill me. My <laughs> brother had a teddy bear. Like my brother had a teddy bear. We called the teddy bear Freddie Walk. Freddie Walk was like my brother's you know, we would, would go. We, me and my brother slept in the same bed for many years. We, it, you know, we had a small house. We, we slept in the bed, same bed for many years, and it, it was me, my brother, and Freddie Walk <laughs> that slept in that bed. So even if it's Freddie Walk, because Freddie Walk gave you comfort, even if it's a pet, like when I call my dog Charlie, Charlie, 
when I do that, I feel joy in my body. So even the day, whew, I don't want to think about that. But even the day that Charlie may not be here anymore, I can still give myself the imprint, Charlie, to conjure up the joy in my body because my body knows that sound as joy. So it doesn't have to just be your mama or your father or even a thing. It could just be something that gave you the frequency of joy, the frequency of safety, of love, of your care for. Call it out. Call it out and bring that into your moment wherever you may be. And if you don't have it yet, you could create it, right? To you create like create it. this this sound you want to imprint on yourself yes. within a beautiful yes. when you feel it like anchor it in with yes. Oh, I love that. Yes. As we are um, going live with this episode at the 11th of January, and like the new year is in front of us, let's imagine it's it's now January 2022. Do you plan all of your year? I mean, you have engage, engagements and, and, um, and shows maybe planned out. How much of planning do you do and how much are you like everything is is falling into place anyway. Yes, I love planning. <laughs> <laughs> I love planning. I am definitely a stationary and calendar and no, oh, I just love all those different things. Um, so I do have, I have honed down on um, two processes that really work for me. So one of the processes I, I organize, I look over my whole year and the, the past year, I look over the past year. So we're in 2021. I will go from January all the way down to December and week by week, I make a list on it. And I got this from Tim Ferriss on the left side, you put, write down all the things, go week by week on your calendar and your, you know, look in your phone, whatever you keep, you know, um, track of what you're doing. What are the things that, that felt really good, that made you feel empowered, that gave you this spark or whatever it may be, write that on, on this side. And on the other side, you write all the things that just was like, this sucked my energy out. I hated this. Th this did not feel good. It may be a person, place, or thing. Both. It could be a person, place, or thing. So once I do that, I go into my 2020, 2022 year And I actually set those things on my count. The ones that actually feel good, I set those things on my counter cal calendar for 2022. For example, going to concerts is like my biggest joy. I, I absolutely going to see live shows. So what I would do is I have some artists that I absolutely adore. I would go to 2022, look up if they're, when they're going to be in my city, put it on my calendar. And if I can, write them in there, buy the ticket. So I'm already set. I already have put joy into my year for 2022. Yeah. Right. And like everybody we, plays in San Francisco, right? You don't a lot of people play in San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. We, <laughs> I, we get it almost everybody. So that's a good thing. So there's, so there's concerts, there could be plays, there could be family dinners. So another one that we had last year for myself was my family. We got, we get together once a month and do a family brunch. And so, and it was like, on my calendar, we only did it like three times last year, something like that, but it was so much fun. It was on my, this was joy. Like I, I love that. And so I reached out to my family and said, Hey, you know, do we want to set some more of those things? Everybody was like, yes. So now we did. So now in 2021, we've been doing it once a month. So oh, that wow, goes to so 2022, cool. and we put it in our calendar for once a month. 
you know, and did it, um, did it stick like the joy or was it like too much? Like, oh, not, already you again? Or, no, or was it always? No. It, you know, what happened is like what I was talking about with my um, accountability partner, it evolved. So at first it was, my mother was cooking these meals. And of course we all want my mom's cooking. And then my daughter got this, this cooking, you know, download or something like that, which, you know, my, my, her, she's named after my mom, my grandmother. And so I'm like, well, you got it honestly, because they were fantastic cooks. And so then it turned into my mom and my daughter cooking together for us to try this dish that my daughter made. So she's like, okay, I made this. I'm so excited. And she wants us to try it. And she's looking at us, try it. And so it turned into that. And then it turned into like, I was honest and just said, I don't find joy cooking. Like that's not my joy spot, but I would love to sit there and watch you guys <laughs> cook. I will sit there and watch you guys cook and laugh and talk. And so now I'm not forcing myself to cook, right? Like I'm, and, and my family's like, okay, that's not your joy spot. So I became like the food runner. So what's the list? I'll go buy the groceries and bring them. That's like, that's how I contribute. So I'm just saying it just evolved and it, and, and no, the joy has not, I mean, at least after the, the food, um, the brunch, that has not died. Like, it just seems like it keeps getting better. Oh, and the newest thing is my daughter and I are having so much fun setting elaborate tables. Like, so her and I will go out and buy like different plates and, oh, let's get these glasses and these napkins. And so her and I are having fun doing this. So that's like the new thing that has maybe like the last two months we have been like, woo. So it, it just keeps... It keeps building. So that's one of the things that I do. So I said it that way. Look at list of things that was joy, list of things that were not joy, put the link, things that were uh, joy, put it on the 22 calendar immediately, immediately. Like if you buy the ticket, buy the ticket now. If you go buy the, the flight, buy the flight now. If you can um, uh, schedule a spa day, go in there and put it, you know, just schedule it, you know, do it now. Um, and then the things that are, that did not bring me joy. Now, some of the things that did not bring me joy was like doctor's appointments. I just hate having to wrestle with doctor's appointments. And we spoke about like some of the health things that I've, you know, been through and, and things like that. So I can't get past that. Right. Like I, I just have to do, <laughs> I just have to do that. But some of the other things is I put that on the do not engage list. And there are people on there, there are spaces on there, like do not engage. So when I get that invitation in to go over here, I'm like, woo, that's on my do not engage list. I have to say no. So, so that's, um, that's one practice that I have setting my year that I absolutely adore. And then the next practice is um, I do my years in quarters. That really has stuck with me. Like, so I would, so I've already planned for January, February, March, um, what my January, March is going to be. And one of my key words is keep it agile. You have to remain agile in this world that is forever changing. Life is forever moving. And it was times in my life I was not as agile. It'll be like, why isn't this, you know, <laughs> man, you know, like you're messing up everything, you know. Um, but, but now it's like, just have some agility, Tossie, like stretch it out a little bit, you know, and, um, and so I have space, there's space on my calendar. So if I have to move something around, there's space to do that. I do have rules. If I keep seeing projects, I'm keep pushing off, keep pushing off. After three pushes, I have to evaluate, do you really want to do this or you don't? 
Cause maybe oh, you just don't. Good. That's really like, good. Maybe, maybe you just transitioned, right? Like maybe you're, maybe I'm complete. I'm complete. I haven't even done it yet, but I'm complete with whatever that was about to be. So if yeah. I push it over three times, I got to be like, okay, there's not a fourth. You need to make a decision. And and then if I say, no, I'm not complete with this, then get realistic as to why you keep pushing it. Maybe you need to save this for the fourth quarter. You know, maybe you need to save this for the third quarter, or maybe this has to go into next year. Now I had to do that this year. Something, I kept pushing, I kept pushing. I was like, no, 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 I could really do it. And then, and, and then I just had to admit, oh, I can't get this done this year. This is going to actually have to go into 2022. And I remember being like shocked, like, oh my God. But then it That's felt like at the right spot, like there it's, there I it is. The, I got the release that I need instead of having my body intention. My body was intention because, you know, it wasn't getting done. I was, my body got back into ease. And that's the state I'm trying to exist and work from. This is a state of ease, you know. I love that. Three pushes after that, you have to make a decision. You got to make a decision. Yes. So and, yeah, and I, love, you, I love How it. do you keep track of everything? Are you like the planner and, and really oh. the, the, the execution of your plans that's easy for you? Because I, I'm strategic in my mind, like very quick. But then the execution, I'm like, uh, I don't want to, I, I want just to do what I, I feel to do, but like organizing and, and having a practical plan, that's really hard yeah. for me. Like, but I have an yes. assist, he's brilliant. So I'm, I'm good. Oh, well, that's good. That's really good. So I, I have accountability. So I have to get, um, I need a lot of support when it comes to getting things done. When it comes to getting things done, I need a lot of support. I am very dreamy, you know. I like to be in the creative flow. I like to read books. I like to do all those different things. So to so my project management, I've actually had to hire somebody to come in. Um, if I'm starting a project, just to like organize, help organize me, somebody to bounce off and, you know, and get, they may not be with me the entire time, but uh, at least for that onset. What I also have is, let's see if you can see this, me showing all of my craziness. So that's my whiteboard. Yeah. And and I have it, you know, Monday through Sunday and it's empty right now because I am in the process of, you know, filling it out for the week. So, so my weeklies I do on my, on my whiteboards here, my dailies I do in my journal. Uh, my journal is not, oh, it's on, over there on my computer. So I have a journal that I keep with me and I do my daily. So everything I need to do in a day goes in my journal. because I keep that journal with me, like everywhere I go. What I'm doing for a week, I put on my whiteboard so I can see the energy. Here, and the reason why this came about is because I, I am an introvert and managing my energy, my energy output, I had to really get a hold of that because I was actually finding myself sick, you know, in the doctor's office, wondering what's wrong with me and they weren't finding anything. And I really, it was really, I just was over my energy level. Like I'm not monitoring my my energy output my energy input i'm just wasn't monitoring it so i i created this one week that i see every day every time i walk in here you know it's always here it's somewhere easily accessible anytime you walk in my house you'll see it and so i can see how energetic i need to set up my week how do i need to be energetically to set up my week um and then i manage it in my dailies and then i have um my computer and in my other book I have my my quarters for all three all three um months 
And then if it's projects, I use Asana. I'm not that good with Asana, I'll be honest. But I do try to plug it in there. After I plug it in there, I usually don't even go back to it. <laughs> I'm, I'm so analog. Like, I'm analog. I need to use, like, pen to paper. So I, like, try to assign each to After being with the project manager, we here's the thing. Assign each task to a person that needs that needs to get done and then now I put myself in the role of creative director creative project manager versus the one that has to do everything because I love all the things I'm like oh I want to do that part and that part and that, like Tassi then it will never get done you know so I have to assign who are these people and and sometimes those people are me like I was like Tassi the mother is going to do this Tassi the organizer is going to do this part, I, but I can't, Tasi can't be in all of it, right? Like I, it's just impossible. So it's about recruiting a team. Sometimes people who believe in you, but you have people who believe in you, you know, and who wants to support you. I had to learn that to know how to ask for the support. Um, and then also be willing to pay. Um, because sometimes I'd be like, I don't have enough money. You, you could, you got, you got, you could pay. You could pay for some help, at least like three hours, even if it's just three hours. It's like, just start somewhere, you know, just even if it's just two hours, just start somewhere. Um, and, and especially delegating things which take you so much time. And for another person, it's like so easy. For me, that's my assistant. I mean, my new sales, sales page, I wrote the text, Celtic, and she just took it. And it's like, oh, you're a genius. She said, yes. yeah, well, you wrote the text, you know, it, and it's yes. so cool if you can work together like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's priceless to have somebody who is a good, um, good teammate because then, you know, we go through good person, great skills, just might not be the best match for your flow or what can optimize what you're putting out there. So I, I tend to, I'm still figuring that out is I'm still like bumpy and clumsy. I think that's another word that I try to allow myself to be is clumsy, you know, you don't seem clumsy at all. Like 0%, like you are such an inflow. Oh and my goodness. Well, I'm glad it appeared for an hour Tossy. We, I have to, I have to keep your time because you have another appointment. Um, I could talk for hours with you for sure. Same, it was so same. It's so good talking can to I, you. Can I ask you like your your message to the world? Like what is what do you say for closing out our Ooh, beautiful talk? That's a, that's a beautiful question and a beautiful opportunity. Everything begins with sound. Use your voice speak, say, make noise, plant the seeds of the new world that you are designing. We need your sound. Thank you so much. Thank you. You Thank are, you. You are a, a piece of art with all, mm. everything you are and say and, and how you move. It's, ah, oh, I'm deeply touched. Thank you so much for this, for this hour. Thank you. It has been great. Thank you for what you're doing by um, centering joy, centering joy and um, moving and teaching and guiding and championing uh, that principle in life. We need more joy ambassadors. So great, grateful for you.
Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And we will link all the, the resources and your website and your socials in the show notes so that everybody can find you. Awesome. Thank you awesome. so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Wow, this was simply amazing. I mean, the wisdom Tossi was dropping all over and the beauty of her words with, I mean, I, I saw visually these sound carpets, floors where she's dancing on. Oh, I just loved the recording of this episode and I really hope that you did too. And I hope that you are deeply inspired for for putting her planning wisdom and wizardness magician in into practice. I mean, how cool is the 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 things she just described? How to plan to go back into last year and and put it into this year? That's so good. And if you want support, and I don't do that usually, but I just have this idea. If you want to hop on the vision workshop we do next over the next weekend, we start the day after tomorrow and it's five days where you will create your vision board. You will plan your whole year in a very creative way, but then also in a deep soulful way where you really dig into feelings and words and how you want to really prepare this year as Tossi said like stay agile agile and um, be flexible and open to things you can't plan but the intention is so important so if you are very curious and like I, I want to do that with Ronya and all the people from the Joy Academy you have the chance to hop in now spontaneously just Write an email to me or or um, a DM on Instagram is the best at choice. My compass is my handle so that we can just put you into the gang. It's 333 Swiss francs. That's about the same amount in dollars, American dollars. So if you are in for five days of deep inner work and having your vision board afterwards, just beautifully finished in front of you then let me know. And otherwise, we see each other at the 1st of February in the next episode. And if you want to get all my inspiration and wisdom in between, check at Choice My Compass on Instagram, or you will find me on Facebook or also at TikTok and sign up for the newsletter. My website is joyismycompass.com. And of course, the place to be to bring more joy in your life and also get rid of your baggage, the old baggage and the self-doubt and relationship stress and everything which is weighing you down. Get rid of that in a beautiful way, deep, deep dive, not all, only covering it up with some um, band-aids. Get rid of these things and then plan your year, plan your wish and know what you want and really implement all, all the areas of your life so that you are happy and joyful from within, from deep inside of you. Join the Toy Academy for that. 
I'm super happy if you are choosing that and if you want to try it out first and it's still January the 11th and you have time to decide, write me a DM on Instagram for more information for the Vision Workshop. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening and share this episode with a friend so that more people can listen to Toss's wisdom. Thank you. Bye-bye from Zurich, Switzerland. on my newsletter i will inspire you regularly with little inspiration and um, heartfelt stories so that i can inspire you to live your best life full of joy take care bye